fucking kidding me, Hannah? What is wrong with you? Do not play dumb with me. I, I don't even know where to fucking begin with you. Okay, it seems I woke the beast again. This is not a joke. Showing your vagina to your boss is not an okay thing to do. It wasn't sexual, Fran. It was so I would get out of trouble. To get out of trouble. We are not five, Hannah. Jesus Christ. Listen, okay, it worked. Do you really not get it? Are you that broken? Like, how damaged is your thought process? As an adult, you should know. Taking your genitals out stop, and show- okay? Literally stop. I didn't do anything that bad. I'm not like Bill Cosby or something. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Girls. We're just two boys watching HBO's Girls. We're your hosts, I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we're talking about episode 49. We're in season five, this is episode seven, and it is titled Hello Kitty. It is directed by Richard Shepard and written by Sarah Hayward. The original air date was April 3rd, 2016, to an audience of 558 thousand people 0.558 million how are you feeling about this one vance well we definitely predicted the title wrong i i thought 100 I, I thought it would have something to do with shoshana with hello kitty i did not realize yep. it would be an homage to basic instinct with sharon stone to open <laughs> Dude. this absolutely, Bruh, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Well, we, i don't know who could have predicted that <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah if, if you're a younger a younger listener and don't know the movie or the actor sharon stone or the movie basic instinct it's pretty popular for a scene that hannah does in the principal's mm -hmm. office and mm -hmm. the situation is a lot different in that one though oh, oh yeah oh yeah. i've never seen basic instinct Neither but i just I. absolutely know that it's a different situation yeah. and i do know I feel like that's a lot of young boys' first uh, exposure to a vagina. Maybe like, maybe not anymore because iPads and the internet's everywhere. But mm -hmm. I remember when I was a kid, like everyone was like, "Basic Instinct, Basic Instinct." It's this infamous yeah. vagina flashing scene. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we uh, get right into it with uh, Hannah. This episode starts off with her. I think that we don't really need to do a character breakdown here. We can just kind of go with the flow of the episode. Yeah, I mean, Elijah's separate. I feel like he's the only one that's separate, but yeah. Yeah, if, that's true. If you want to start out with him and then go into the story, but let's let's just do the Hannah. Let's not even bury the lead yeah. with Hannah. Let's just go yeah, right into this. I mean, this episode starts off with Hannah getting reprim reprimanded by the principal, which we all knew was going to happen one yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, how has this not happened yet? Yeah. <laughs> But he's yelling at her, basically being like, yeah, you know, it's not the kids that are annoyed at you, it's the other teachers. And it's like, what? Why? And the principal is basically like, because you've been talking shit about all of them to the students. And she's like, well, what are you talking about? And then he has quotes from the students. I didn't write down the quotes. I'm pretty certain that you did, though. I didn't write down all of them, but I did write down Phantom Centaur Butt. Like yeah. when the guy's yeah. butt pokes out and... <laughs> it looks like yeah. he, like a horse got lopped off. Uh, she said that some other teacher is definitely banging some other other teacher. And she's like, and I know because I'm banging Fran. Yeah. <laughs> and then she just hates this teacher named Dorfler. Said it's like yeah. Matilda in her classroom. 
Um, yeah, she, she's she's like, you said that you straight up hate this person. She's like, well, am I even wrong on that one? That person is the worst. Come on, principal. Yeah. And it's like, dude, it's so crazy that she just never sees the error of her ways ever. And it's not the, the thing I find interesting is that there's not a gray area like she's wrong. No, there's no yes. other way around it. It's completely unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And at, yeah. The, at, at the, well, we'll go on. But at, at one point in this scene, he says, oh, we kind of we all like you. And I'm like, who likes her? It seems like no <laughs> one likes her. That all the teachers are there's like no student is complaining the teachers are complaining and like that's a problem yeah the principal says something about how like you know i've been lenient with you because you're to, to be frank you're you're very well liked here and it's like you just said that all the well, teachers she, hate her yeah like who <laughs> likes her she, i guess it's just the students and maybe the principal i mean i'm sure and, that one student doesn't like her after getting her tongue pierced and being called a crazy true. bitch in the hallway very true very true uh but yeah the principal's like you know i've been lenient with you so far but this is a lot more serious and i there needs to be something there needs to be some kind of action taken and then hannah looks down at her own crotch and she's like you're right this is very serious uncrosses her legs to reveal that she's not wearing any panties underneath and is sitting manspread through like on the chair and being like is there any way that we can work this out and i was like what the fuck kind of porno is this <laughs> and he is like he is stunned he has no idea what to do like yeah i mean it's insane you know what it reminded me of? it reminded me of that earlier season where she tried to uh, like oh when she seduce... tried to bang her lawyer boss or yeah whatever. when she tried to hook up with him and then he turned her down and then she threatened to like it's some shady stuff man yeah it's, it's... absolutely disgusting yeah <laughs> well i also so here's a fun little side note so if you've been listening to the show for a while you know now that i watch the show with closed captions on so when she initially crossed her uncrossed her legs i didn't see anything that was going on because the closed captions were blocking everything. And you also so watch like, it in SD. So now you really don't. <laughs> now I bet you wish you splurged for that HD, don't you? So I literally wrote down she flashes her panties because all I saw was brown down there. <laughs> and closed captions. So I rewound and I was like, wait, was that her? Because I saw the next scene where she's explaining like, I should, pe women should flash their vaginas more often because men don't know how to handle it. Yeah. And I was like, did she flash her vagina? And I rewound it took the closed captions off watched it and i was like oh that's just a bush that's not brown panties then i paused it again put the closed captions then you back paused on again and... went to amazon put in your credit card number ordered the hd <laughs> the ultra HD, Got the version. hd version so i could really really inspect what was going on in that lena dunham basement yeah i mean you don't really see it's like the same as the basic instinct you don't like it's not yeah, you don't see spread, actual. Like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's more bush and just the situation. Like at that point, she's propositioning him to get out of trouble. It's not like he's weirded out because I'm breastfeeding a kid or something. Like it's it's sexually implicit that that is a yes trade off. Yes, and it and so she's bragging to Fran about it in the next scene, being like. 
I don't know why women don't do this more often. We could stop wars with our vaginas. And Fran is like, are you fucking kidding me with this shit? That to me was the craziest follow up to that opening scene. I was like, oh, well, they're going to talk about how she's not a teacher anymore. (laughs) Yes, yes, that's what I was thinking. (laughs) Not that not that it not that it worked and she has no shame in it that she's telling Fran this in accurate detail. Yes, I was like stunned, number one, that it worked Mm -hmm. and that she would tell Fran like bragging about it, being like, yeah, dude, I showed the principal my vagina. Isn't that dope? And Fran's just like, are you fucking listen to yourself? Listen to yourself. What you just did is abhorrent. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. so fucked up. Oh, and she's like, are you really going to be like this with me right now, Fran? I just did it to get out of trouble. And he's like, that is the reason yeah yeah he's like get out of trouble you sound like a child what are you we're adults yeah and i mean this scene also does a thing that i don't like really where now fran's character is kind of angry and violent ill-tempered like he's like he has a hot temper all of a sudden like yeah well i mean the shit that he's getting steamed up about you should get steamed no up no about. but he gets steamed up about don't interrupt me and don't roll your yeah. eyes like now it's like specific like don't be yourself things that you can kind of yes. like now side with hannah on which see i you want to you you're supposed to side with hannah on that but she had just did something so awful that it's like this is supposed to make me hate fran now and it kind of does. He's talking to her like a child, no, like, like one of his students. Like him being mad about what she did is justified. But then his reaction to the other stuff afterwards makes him seem petulant, you know, which I understand yeah. they're doing it to like balance it out. But I just don't when I think about the episode as a whole, I don't get why. I don't get why this happened in the beginning for mm-hmm. the ending payoff that we're getting that has nothing to do with it, really. You know what I mean? Like when it goes full circle, I'm like, if this, if that didn't happen in the beginning and shaded my opinion, you know, or view of like Hannah's character, mm-hmm. I would be like, oh man, because she does some great acting at the end, and it's a really powerful moment at the end. But like yeah. that beginning soured me on <laughs> feeling the full level of uh, empathy that I could. Yeah, and. Like, how does she, how did that work? How does she still have a job? Like, what is she? And also why? So throughout this episode, Fran is like, let's just talk about this. Like, like, no, you talk about now and you dump her. Like, this is obviously not, not working out. That is, I would say that is breakup material. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no okay. Like, if what were you what were you waiting for? What is the, what is the straw that's gonna break it? If that's not it, flashing. Yeah. She, not just not just. He's your boss too. <laughs> yes. Like, how are you going to yes, school? I, how are you going back to school knowing that? Yeah. Like, and and he make Fran makes a point of like, 
I would prefer if I was the only person that saw your vagina since we're dating. And then Hannah's like, oh, so I'll be, you're the only person that gets to see my vagina now just because we're dating. Well, guess what, Fran? It's the summer suit and my vagina is going to be out. It's like, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> what was that impression? <laughs> that was just Hannah being an asshole. Okay. <laughs> That's um, all that was, man. Okay. Um, yeah, and then there's also a Bill Cosby reference. She's like, I'm not Bill Cosby in, in this. And Dude. I'm like, and it just lets you, it just reminds you of how, how recent this episode is. Yeah, because, well, it also reminded me, I was like, wow, this, this is recent, but also Bill Cosby's thing. This came out in 2016. Uh, it, it aired April 2016. So this, the Bill Cosby thing happened, like, had to have happened, like, way before that. Mm -hmm. And it, it I was like, wow, this Bill Cosby shit has been going on for almost, you know, five years now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't realize it's been that long since that story broke. Yeah. Like, you know, time flies when you're having fun, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. So I think that was basically the, you know, gist of the opening scene. And that kind of lays the groundwork for what's going to happen with Hannah. Mm -hmm. But I feel like now we're going to jump over to Elijah to just to confuse everyone. Okay. Yeah. Just, <laughs> we, we got him riding on this train. We got him riding yeah. on the Hannah train. Being like, I can't wait to see where this goes. And now. Yeah. We're going to leave him in suspense for a good yeah. like 15, 20 minutes. That's that's exactly how Elijah does it too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, Elijah shows up like halfway through this episode and has his own little arc. He's in the <laughs> thumbnail that, that I saw, you know, like the picture of him uh -huh. at the party. So I was like, oh, he's in this. But I'm like, when is he showing up? Because this episode also, also we thought that this episode was going to be about Shoshana because of Hello Kitty. Yeah, that's what I said in every, the beginning. Every yeah. every character in this show is in this except Shoshana. I know. I was like, is she just not like how many episodes has she been in this season? Like three, four? I don't know. Maybe she was. She's at the I wedding. She's at the wedding. There's like two Jap two Japan episodes, right? I think she's just yeah. in three. I don't. I'm not sure. I have to go back yeah. and look but it's not a lot yeah but uh anyway so elijah is uh hanging with dill harcourt at a party that is hosted by dill harcourt and it's a bunch of fancy pants uh super rich people look looks like you know in a penthouse and everything is opulent and in his palatial penthouse and they seem very happy together dill is very happy with elijah and he's talking to elijah being like you know, my world is so different because one minute I'm talking about bombs going off in Afghanistan and the next I'm hanging with good people and and hanging out and with my friends and it's awesome and it's hard to differentiate that and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and it just makes me realize what's important in life and it is being with people that are awesome and I'm happy that you're here with me or whatever. Yeah, it's like being this the person that's with you. And yeah, yeah. Elijah and has Elijah some, is like Eli Aww. Elijah. Yeah, there's a lot of Elijah puppy dog <laughs> like looks yeah. in this. But Elijah has my favorite, like two of my favorite lines in this like first scene. Uh, one, they're talking to like these two guys, and one has like a mesh see-through shirt on or whatever. Yeah, and he's like, my friend has that shirt. She doesn't pull it off as well though. <laughs> yeah. Talking about yeah. like Hannah when they went to the club or something. Like, oh yeah, mesh. I remember. 
and uh, she was in that neon green mesh yeah. thing, and then they went to uh, Yorma Tacone's place afterwards. Yeah, and, and they were he, all hopped up on drugs. Yeah, and then he's like, "Your friends are so like nice and rich, and mine are so mean and poor." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so perfect. Um, I wrote down though while Dill is giving this monologue to Elijah about how important it is to have good people in your life. I literally wrote down. Uh, Dill's being very suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, if you're a public figure like he is, you don't just have a bunch of rando kind of people rolling through like this. Like, yeah. it seems like not everybody knows everybody. Like, everyone's connected, yeah. but it's still shady enough that you're not, like, hooking up out in... Like, you're making out with Elijah, like, in front mm-hmm. of everyone. Is Elijah the only one that doesn't know that you hook up with everybody? Yeah, and also, if other people see that, like, is do they get jealous of Elijah? Yeah. Because basically what is revealed is that Dill is a fuckboy, uh, and he's got, like, a bunch of, you know, guys that he hooks up with, it seems like. Yeah, Dill's, and a, Dill's a player, you know. Time. He, 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 yeah. he talks about the news, you know, that Anderson Cooper playboy lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and how Elijah figures it out is he's waiting to get Dill a refill of his drink, and then some other guy is there talking to him, and he's basically, Elijah's basically talking about how Dill makes him feel so special, and then that other guy's like, yeah, he does that with everybody, you know, he he's uh, sent, flew my friend out to for a weekend in the Bahamas a little while ago, and he took my other buddy to, to a black tie event, and he got him a custom tuxedo last week. And he's got a guy named Shane that he keeps in his basement that he has sex with whenever Shane wants. And apparently it's a lot. And you just see Elijah's face uh, realizing everything. And it's his, uh, if Dill makes everybody feel special, then it's the classic Incredibles line. If everybody's special, then no one is. (laughs) Didn't expect you to go there with that. But yeah, Uh, I, this scene, the guy is just spilling the tea so mm-hmm. aggressively like it's not a subtle <laughs> it's not a subtle like he just let something leak you know by accident yeah like, no. oh yeah i thought he went to a party with the. Uh, oh i got you confused with the guy he went to the party with like last week or anything <laughs> something like that instead he's like oh no he would dated this guy and he's banging this dude and he always yeah. does that <laughs> and like oh you want a chart i have the schedule of who he's hooking up with like <laughs> like the guy has so much information <laughs> yeah dude uh and you just see a poor Elijah's world chatter. And I'm just like, why would this guy invite Elijah to this? If like, is that, I mean, it might just be a power play being like, cause later they talk about like, Oh, they're all here just because you're famous or whatever, or celebrity. And he, maybe it's a power play to be like, I could do this and you're still going to stick around, you know? Yeah. But yeah. But dude, Dill Harcourt's, I gotta say this, Dill Harcourt's voice is fucking amazing. I could listen to that guy talk for forever. That guy has such a beautiful voice. Man. He's, a, he's a good actor, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've only ever seen him in this and Ant-Man. Yeah, Ant-Man is probably not the best uh, display of his, <laughs> you know, just playing like that villain and that. Yeah. yeah, I think he's better in this. Like, he's like a fucking fuck boy, and I love it. This This will sound weird, but I feel like this show would 
do better if it had more ep- like i know the season that had more episodes is probably like our least favorite season mm-hmm. <laughs> um or maybe not maybe that's like our middle season but it feels like they're having a rush to rush through stuff mm-hmm. like all this episode everyone seems like they're about to break up you know <laughs> like yeah it just seems like I we're th- trying to uh, as as we were watch, as I was watching it, I was like, "What was Dill's over under?" I think it was three and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we, did we both take the under on that? Uh, are we counting? Yeah, we took the under. So this is yeah. three. I feel yeah. like so he definitely is going to so, make it to another one. But yeah, uh, yeah, it just seems like I don't know enough about Dill for him to have this turn fully yet. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you have more time to spend with him, but. Yeah. So Elijah takes a moment to himself in the bathroom and he's kind of like readjusting and regrouping, being like, oh, my God, I just didn't know that all this stuff was happening behind my back. Then Dill comes in and he's like, hey, there you are. I was looking for you. What's going on? And Elijah confronts him about it and being like, hey, so like, what are we doing? And then Dill Harcourt silver tongues his way around an answer like a master, dude. I wouldn't even say it was like it was it was one of those wonders like he didn't provide any comfort or re- or, or like uh, excuses or like reassurances. Yeah. He was just like, yeah, this stuff. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. You good? You feel yeah. good? Good talk. Yeah. He really like weaseled his way out of a direct answer because Elijah was kind of like stunned still. Mm-hmm. And he's like. Well, look, you know, I have a lot of very powerful friends and I have a lot of friends that I take to a lot of places and a lot of them are out there at that party right now. And the only person that's not having a good time is you. So and you're the only one keeping me from having that good time right now. So if you want to keep having a bad time, maybe you should leave. And uh, it, but if you want to keep having a good time, you should come out there and have a good time with me. And it's just like, wow, the level of fuckboy boy was so amazing well chef's kiss he like threatened like that was the best way to threaten like that had the subtlety of a threat Mm -hmm. unlike the guy who's just telling him who's been hooking up with like Mm -hmm. he's just like oh yeah i mean if you if you're down stay you know if not you should probably go and like he just is playing him like i have all the power right now and i think Mm -hmm. elijah's decision to actually leave is what probably got under uh under Dill's, Dill's skin, yeah, because like no one leaves normally, you know. Yeah, like he just did a well, power yeah, play, and Elijah. It's to Elijah's point yeah. of like a lot of these people are here because you're famous, so he thinks like, yeah, you're probably right, and I am famous, and that's why you're not gonna leave. And then Elijah, as soon as Dill leaves, he's like, I don't feel fucking good, and he steals a bunch of his soap, mm. and he's like, I'm leaving. Which I was like, that's fucking hilarious. And Elijah, let's just say. Uh, Elijah's looking good in that suit. Like he, the hair, yeah, the hair's fit shape. Like he, he's like the prettiest dude. Like, dude, yeah. I mean, they say that like he looks like one of Ralph Lauren's adopted sons or whatever. Yeah. He's, that's the lie that he's going with. Yeah. But yeah, earlier in the season, he had a beard and he was looking kind of rough. Mm. But he shaved. His hair's on point. He looks good. He looks crisp. Yeah, dude. Uh, so he jacks a bunch of fucking soap from Dill's Dill's apartment, goes home, and then uh, we see uh, Hannah's apartment, a loud banging on the door, 
and it's dill wasted being like elijah elijah and then elijah comes out in his little tidy tidy blackies mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tra- trademark <laughs> yeah he's like what do you want dill and he's like i miss you you didn't say goodbye and then he starts like kissing all over elijah and elijah's like ugh what do you come on man and then Dill's like, let's just go lay down for a little bit. Total fuckboy move, loving it. Uh, and then Elijah's like, okay. And then they start making out. And then he's about to go down on Elijah. And Elijah's kind of like, he's having mixed emotions about it because he knows that he's not the only one, it seems like. And he's, But he also still likes Dill. And so Dill starts to like go down on him. And uh, he passes out before he starts to go down on him. Yeah, I thought uh, something darker was going to happen here. Um, Me too. Because when Dill's coming in, he before he goes into the bedroom, like he looks around the apartment, you know, mm-hmm. like he's like looking up, like checking to see if there's cameras or someone's there. Like it's a it's a little moment right before he goes into the bedroom where he's doing like like he's pretending to be drunk and like doing like a little surveillance type thing. Um, and then secondly, when he got into the bedroom, I thought it was going to turn super rapey because there's a yeah. moment when Elijah's like, I don't know if I want to do this. And I was yeah. like, oh, boy. Yeah. And yeah, I, that's, I was I was worried about that, too, especially because Dill was being so menacing earlier. Like when he gave that speech mm-hmm. at the beginning, when he's giving the speech in the bathroom, it's like vaguely hinted at threatening. Mm-hmm. But it's a threat. But there's not an actual threat. It's an implied threat. Mm hmm. And then when he comes in drunk, it's like you don't. We we haven't seen Dill drunk, yeah. So we don't know what he's capable of. But he had to threat on that first date, you know. He's like, I know powerful people, and he's like, Are you threatening me, Dill? You know, like yeah, we had yeah, that, yeah. and then we also had their sex scene that was like very awkward and like aggressive, yeah. and like aggressive yeah. but playful, but because they laughed at the end, but like if it wasn't funny, so and it this, was very strange. Yeah, and this show isn't something that shies away from. Uh, an aggressive sex scene so i was like oh boy yeah oh boy elijah. luckily luckily dill just passes out on elijah's dick so whew, touch a bullet on that one but for me what does that mean <laughs> yeah i don't know like what i was think the, that just what was the point this of is what all i of think this? That, this is the point is i think that it means that elijah has a lot to think about because dill didn't give him any reassurances mm-hmm. he shows up drunk and then he passes out and then elijah's looking like he's like, what am I doing? I shouldn't be doing this. I thought that I was the only one. But and it, but isn't that the thought you got when he just stole stuff and left the bathroom? Like if he if we didn't see another scene, wouldn't you be like, oh, he just bounced on Dill? Like yeah. if I if he comes over now, I'm like, oh, I don't think this puts them back together. Like I don't know what the scene itself added to the whole narrative there. Yeah, I guess you could if you were looking at it. But here's the thing is I think it's like when he Elijah steals the soap and leaves, I would take that as like it's over. He's not going to see Dill anymore. Mm-hmm. And then when Dill comes back, it's like, oh, he still has feelings for Dill and he would let Dill back into his life. if Dill like made promises or whatever, but Dill doesn't and he's wasted. So now he's got a lot to think about. That's how I took yeah, it. Yeah, I guess you're right. Like having that just lets you know it's not over. But with Dill. yeah, like they're so he's going to make the over. Yeah. If for those of you betting on the over on this show that ended, <laughs> that people know what exactly what happened. Those, uh, those high stakes boys watching girls. <laughs> <betters>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> just like those, those degenerate <laughs> gamblers i'm gambling yeah. on a podcast they'll bet on anything yeah. <laughs> bet on i'll take the those number odds. the bet on the number six tv review podcast <laughs> in india <laughs> Uh, we're still holding on strong to that number six spot. Yeah, in India, I don't, man. I don't know who's downloading, <laughs> crushing it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's that's where it ends for Elijah and Dill. Uh, where do you think this is going to go? Yeah, I really don't know. I th- I still think Dill is probably going to try to frame him for something or do something shady. Like mm-hmm. a guy like because they reference like Bill Cosby in this already in this episode, mm-hmm. um, and then. You, you have Dill who's kind of hinted towards having a whole team of people that calm stories make, down before they get yeah, out. Make people go yeah. away. And he's also in the news. You know, he's like the mm-hmm. newsmaker. So, yeah, he could just leak a story about him or threaten to leak a story about Elijah and just say, hey, you leave me alone or you do what I say or else I'm going to leak this thing about you. Like he could have Dude, people just know, look into his background easily. You know, you know how we talked about like the season endings, you know, there was a wedding, there was breakups and all that shit. Mm-hmm. What if Elijah gets murdered? What if he kills him? That's the season ender. Then we got to open season six with an Elijah funeral. I would love if season <laughs> six was just a murder mystery with the girls having a team up <laughs> to find out who killed <laughs> To get to the bottom of it and yeah. like Dill hardcore. It's like a Death Note thing, yeah. but with, like it's Hannah is L and Dill is Light. There's that show that was on like TBS with Alia Shawkat from uh, the rest of Development where they're like in high school and one of their friends goes missing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I haven't oh, seen it, but I've heard called? good stuff about it. Yeah, I think it's called, like, is it just called Missing? No. It's something simple. It's like a one word mm-hmm. thing. I think but, Show uh, Walter, yeah, like I heard Show that- Walter, like produces or directs that or something yeah yeah i heard that show is really good yeah um but yeah maybe elijah gets murdered maybe he doesn't maybe he just breaks up a deal are you ready <laughs> are you ready to go with that prediction are you gonna put it yeah on? why the fuck not we got some gamblers marnie's marnie's got hiv yeah. uh elijah's gonna get murdered okay <laughs> the show is gonna go so dark <laughs> the bookies are the bookies are open for business right now yeah yeah um so yeah, go back to uh, Hannah, Jessa, Marnie story, and I think that we can just kind of loop all that in. Let's and, go for it. And yeah. Go with the flow. So where we left uh, Hannah and Fran off, they were pissed off at each other because Hannah showed the principal her vagina, and uh, we go over to a scene where Adam and Jessa are smoking uh, before a play that Adam is in. And she's like, are you, uh, worried about anything? You nervous? You need to practice anything? And Adam's like, no, I don't. And, uh, Jess is like, don't, don't question that impression. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Uh, and Jess is like, well, are you nervous? And he's like, no, I'm not nervous. I know everything. And she's kind of like, well, uh, I know that you're not nervous about the play, but like, this is Tonight, everybody's showing up to the play. Like, Hannah's going to be there, and she's probably going to, you know, we're going to be together, and this is where everybody's going to be, and it's just going to be nervous times. And then Adam's like, well, I wasn't fucking thinking. Like, every time that Adam has a play, somebody brings up some traumatic shit for him to freak out over. I wrote that down in my notes. I'm like, why do they bring this stuff up right when he's about to go and perform? Like, he's about to go and perform, and they bring this up. And I'm just like, hey, you know what? 
talk about it a couple days before. You know, if you thought about that, it's not like he just woke up the next day and was like, oh, I'm going to play tomorrow and I'm inviting everybody. Also, why is everyone coming to this thing? Yeah. Why is everyone coming to this thing? And I'm going to skip yeah, ahead. I mean, I'm going to skip ahead because it's I just on my mind right now. Fran, Fran, why would you ever go to an Adam art show again? Yes. Yes. After the first date that you went on with Hannah. Yes. I was just like, what are you like? You have a terrible track record of Hannah, her ex-boyfriend, art shows. Don't go. Like, don't yeah, go. Dude. It's not smart. Fran's just Fran is like fucking sideshow Bob walking onto the rakes, just getting <laughs> smacked in the face every fucking time. Every step he takes, slam in the face. And I gave him a lot of credit for being the one person in the show that could walk away from stuff. And this episode yeah. solidified his inability to do so. Yeah, and also Joe's fashion corner real quick. He's wearing like a maroon shirt and green pants. Like, what the fuck is up with you, dude? He's what got, is up? He's got that preppy, like not fully preppy, but kind of half prep teacher. Well, look, it's like I know that he was on the last season of The Office or something, and yeah. he was supposed to be like the new Jim, mm -hmm. which I can totally see. Yeah. Because he dresses like Jim from The Office. and uh, But, like, dude, this, yeah, I mean, coming up next, you know, Fran is like, yeah, we're going to see a play, blah, blah, blah. And I wouldn't want to talk about our issues right now because you always make a big scene about everything. And I'm like, why are you there? It was like, why are you shocked? Why are you shocked by this person that you met? Knew that she made a scene, made big scenes, and you didn't want to be with her because of that. We did a six-month fast-forward at the end of a season, and then all of a sudden, like, you forgot that this is what she is? Like, that's who she yeah. is. I wrote down the quote, uh, <laughs> Oh, Hannah wants to do something rude, destructive, and inappropriate. What a twist. And I'm like, that's what Fran says to her. It's like, yeah, what a twist. You, you know this? You knew this from date one. <laughs> yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, what is your deal, Fran? Like, you know, like you have said everything about her perfectly. Yeah. And if... hey, guess what, Fran? Also, you can do better. I've seen the nudes you had. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, just... why would you stay with this woman? And and I wonder if it's ever going to come up that she had this lesbian encounter experience at the at the retreat thing. Like she cheated oh, yeah. on, she's openly cheated on Fran. Yeah. I mean, I would be more upset about her flashing the principal at my job than I would be about that. Just out of like logistical, uh, like just out of like the moral standing of what she did at mm -hmm. school. Like, yeah. Also, she's doing that in school too. Yeah. The, the, the here's what makes the school thing worse is because Fran could and probably will find out about it. Like the the retreat thing is something that he he couldn't find out about. But number one, he could find out about it, even if Hannah didn't tell him. And then Hannah brags about the flash of the flash of a vagina to the principal to to Fran mm -hmm. immediately afterwards. It's like what the fuck is for, wrong? Yeah, with for me, it's not worse because Fran could find out. It's worse because of the implication of sexually trapping your boss yeah. for a favor 
Well, like, what if Fran gets in trouble? Because, like, who yeah. knows what the fuck's going to happen? Yeah, I mean, I just feel like that's such a morally reprehensible thing to do. Especially because yeah. this guy has been nothing but nice to her. And now you mm-hmm. put him in an impossible situation. Impossible. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Yeah. But they're at the play, and Fran is upset that Hannah is pissed off at him. Or, for I don't know. She she doesn't get why he's pissed and they're just having a fight. Yeah, see that's what I mean. Like if they if she was just like upset about something else and it wasn't that beginning scene, like I could be like, okay, I get it. They've been having issues. He's kind of a douche. Mm-hmm. She's like got mm-hmm. her thing, but he knows she has her issues. You know, um, but yeah, because he's mad about that specific thing, it's hard to not be side with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Hannah is basically like, the play is starting. They're explaining what it is. And in the play is this experimental walk through uh, an entire uh, apartment complex where the play is taking place. It's basically like sleep no more kind of thing where you're walking through different rooms and watching different scenes play out based on the murder of this one woman. Yeah, it's called 38 Neighbors. So you're in like a tenement building in New York mm-hmm. and whatever year it is honestly seems like a pretty cool concept something i would probably want to go to because i went to sleep no more and sleep no more was pretty fucking rad yeah did you ever go to sleep no more no i never went to sleep no more oh dude yeah um but well, here's the thing i don't understand again why they are going to these things because they don't seem to like him yes at all and hannah's being so rude during it. yes yeah, like during the beginning of the play, Hannah's like, well, I want to talk about this, Fran. I can't really get into the spirit of this play if I'm not being recognized like all of these other people didn't recognize the murder. And Fran's like, not now. Let's just do this play. We'll talk about it later. And Hannah's like, I don't think this is working out, Fran. So she basically breaks up with him. Then Ray whisks her away. No, she whisks Ray away. Like, oh, she, she grabs him. I didn't even know he was there. Yeah, me neither. He, like, but everybody's there, she Vance. Just, she just pulled her hand out of nowhere and just grabbed Ray. And he's like, oh, we're not going with him. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't. I think I was writing down something, but I, I looked up. And then the next thing I knew that she was with Ray and walking away, I was like, oh, okay. yeah. All right, I guess. <laughs> so uh, anyway, Hannah's walking through the play. And uh, she's talking very loudly during it. And like the actors are just sitting there listening to her. (laughs) And I just feel so bad for these people. Like, why are you here if you're just going to be? Just go. Just step out into the hall. Yeah. Whisper. Yeah. And even Ray calls her out about it. Mm Because he's like, would you have some fucking respect? These people are trying to act, you know? And then they start acting. And it's exactly the douche level that you would expect an experimental play to be uh (laughs) well well i did like when the girls start talking because it was like perfect timing to let everyone get comfortable and like argumentative with like hannah yeah and then they just started their scene i like kind of love that and then the girl starts doing this uh putting on this music what year is it supposed to be like 70s or 60s or 70s she puts on the 60s yeah she puts on some music and she's doing like some crazy crazy yeah dancing. she's doing 
she's doing the dances that That's, they would do back then, but yeah. she's doing it so violently that it just doesn't look right. It's, it's so like, like stilted, but like so. It's one of those things you would like stare at, like you couldn't look away from it, you know, because it's yeah, so it, strange. She looks like a robot that's malfunctioning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's glitching out, dude. And I love that Hannah says, you know what? You are. You might be the best dancer or something at the end of that scene. Like, yeah, you're a really but, good dancer. Uh, but uh, before that scene ends, uh, Marnie comes waltzing in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and Marnie is just even worse than Hannah. She's like, what? Like she's talking full volume. And Ray's like, yeah. what are you doing? And she's like, she's like, what are you talking about? All those actors are doing that just sitting around and doing like, like just making fun of that crap. I'm like, why are you here? She she comes in and she literally is like, they're not doing anything anyway. The last room I was in, the guy was just rolling a cigarette. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, these holy people, shit. These people have dated actors that have been on Broadway. Like, she has been married to an actor on Broadway. Like, no respect. Like, like Adam is one of these people. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, hey, Ray, we need to talk in the hallway. I got something to tell you. And Ray's like, me? She's like, yeah, I got to come on. So she and uh, Ray leave. Then Hannah says a line about it. You might be the best dancer I've ever seen. Then uh, Marnie pulls Ray into the hallway to tell him that she left Desi. And Ray's like, oh, Okay, all right, interesting. What made you realize that this is the thing? And she's like, oh, it's basically just been a a bunch of really tiny, shitty little things that added up. And I knew that we were going to get divorced before we even got married, but I was scared to say no and blah, blah, blah. And Ray's like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, well, that sucks. And she's like, and it just makes me realize, like, what is important, you know, and what I need in my life right now. And Ray's like, "Uh uh-huh. Uh, is it me? Is it old Ray boy? And she goes, I really just need, the reason why I wanted to tell you is because, uh, you know, you're very important to me and I just need to be alone. <laughs> and Ray's like, cool. Uh, yeah. Sorry that you're going through that. Uh, yeah. Be alone. Yeah. That's a great plan. I want to go back into this play though. See ya. <laughs> yeah. I, I just thought, I thought it was weird. All of the air taken out of Ray's hope. Well, I thought his acting in the scene was weird because I couldn't, I wasn't getting the read that if she said, I want to be with you, that he was going to just jump on it. I got the, it felt like if she said that, he was going to be like, mm, I don't know. I think that he was hopeful that she was going to say it, yeah. but yeah. I mean, you I definitely he... want to be in a position to say no yeah. <laughs> rather than <laughs> the other one. You know what I mean? like That's like so you want to be dude. offered the job to say no like you don't want to yeah like you don't want to not get the job that you don't want you want to be offered it and then say no i'm i can do better you know what i mean like yeah shoshana doesn't want to be invited to the interview. party yeah she doesn't want to go on that job interview and not get the job she just wants to turn it down and know that she can get it <laughs> um, i think that if she would have said that she was like uh i think that we should be together or i need to be with you he would have been like he would have let it simmer for a little yeah, bit he would he would have played it cool and been like you need to have some time for yourself but knowing that like he'll be right yeah. there <laughs> and yeah. knowing that marnie will not take time for herself because she's marnie yeah so yeah that's basically what goes on there well, oh we forgot to mention this she grabs his hands like they're holding oh, hands yeah. too like like she's holding it like she's gonna like propose to him almost <laughs> like uh-huh. it's very in like endearing 
in a way. So like it really just sets them up for that failure, you know. Yeah. Let down. Oh yeah. All hope dashed. Yeah. To our favorite character, Ray. But he doesn't seem. He doesn't seem to. Uh, we don't really get a, a reaction from him other than this scene, you know. Yeah, I think that his reaction was like, "Let's just go back to this play" because he mm-hmm. he knows that he doesn't want to overreact because he overreacts to shit. I feel like if we would have stayed with Ray, he would have had some little miniature freak out on somebody else. Yeah, it just I it was two things I also wanted from this scene. I wanted uh, her to say. You know, because he asked, like, how did this breakout with Desi happen? And I wanted her to say, oh, you know, your old friend, Charlie, he's a heroin addict. And I ended up sleeping with him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, I forgot that Charlie and, and Ray were like besties. I know. So I was like, OK, that would be interesting. And then I also wanted to see Ray in the room when Desi comes back with the music thing, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, so yeah. he could even have, like, false hope that they could get back together. But then this, like, music thing. Like, I just wanted him to be there for that, you know? Yeah. Like, the way he was when the announcement of them getting married. He was there at the wedding. He was there for the... Like, just have him in the room for that that music. Yeah, he was there for the... She, he was the first person that she told that mm-hmm. she got engaged. And then she made a huge announcement that she got engaged at his fucking mm-hmm. party. Yeah. What are we going to see him do in uh, city council nah, stuff? That was that was... That's that's fine. <laughs> that's all done. <laughs> it's not much. It's not much. Is he out do. already? Yeah, I guess so. Mark Maron was just making it look hard. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Hannah's watching Adam do a scene, and uh, this is not Adam's best acting in the show. Uh, like when, when, when we see him as an actor, yeah, this is his poorest performance, in my opinion. Yeah, and I was just like, all right. And I thought it was interesting that Hannah was watching it and then just walked away. Um, yeah. But, I mean, it's to set up the other situation. Um, Well, I thought it was funny because this is what happened is, so she's watching it and then two other people come into the scene and they're like, can I just take one of those cigarettes? And uh, the girl that he's talking to is like, yeah, you can take one of the cigarettes. I mean, I was in the room next door and they had candy and people were just walking up to the bowl and taking candy. (laughs) And then after Hannah hears that, she gets up and goes to the next room and grabs candy. Yeah. Which is the most Hannah thing ever. I oh, fucking yeah. love that She's choice. Like, free snacks, man. Free snacks. You gotta. Yeah. Who knows how long this fucking play is going to be, too, you know? Like, what? yeah, but it seems like something you also want to do with people and not roam around by yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. the point of the point of sleep no more is like if they see you mm-hmm. with somebody, they purposely separate you. Oh, okay. So you like actually take in the play and the experience okay. instead of just like walking around with your friends and be like, isn't this so weird? And also in Sleep No More, you're not allowed to talk. Yeah. It's like how when you go to movies, like someone will sit front right and another person will sit back left so that they can take <laughs> in the movie. Because <laughs> it's impossible to do that next to each other. Yeah. Point taken. Touche. Yeah. Touche, Vance. Eat that Sleep No More. <laughs> <laughs> So then this is the part of the play where the lady gets murdered and everybody's looking out the window and uh, Hannah's looking out the window, looking down at the scene of the lady getting murdered and she sees Jessa across the way and she sees Jessa looking at Adam mm-hmm. and then she sees Adam acting and smoking a cigarette. She looks back at Jessa and Jessa's got this like really 
happy smile on her face looking at Adam because, you know, Adam's just oh so cute. And she, she's smoking a cigarette and Hannah keeps going back and forth between those two. And it's like all adding up to her like, yeah. oh, my fucking God, they're fucking, aren't they? <laughs> and I love this scene uh, for how it's done all visually with the music playing underneath. And like yeah. the, you have the screams of the murder happening, yeah. and then yeah. you have like, and it's it's very. I'm, I'm I wouldn't be shocked if this is Rear Window that they're taking this from, or just like this Hitchcock film. And I mean, it doesn't have. It's like a guy he's trapped in his house, but he lives on like a tenement building. He just he can only stare out of his window, and he thinks someone's got, been murdered um, mm -hmm. out the window. And the way they are set up, where they can all see each other, where you can see yeah. all your neighbors through the window. Um, and it's just so well done. And I think Lena Dunham does a great job acting this because it's no, it's not like she's saying, wait a minute, are you guys banging? Like, yeah. she, it's all on her face. It's all in the look. And it like yeah. slowly seeps in. Um, yeah, I think, I, I think this is like my favorite way for them to have revealed them hooking up. Yeah, and it was like so subtle, like they didn't show up and they're not holding hands and they're like, oh, uh, yeah. so awkward to see you here. It's like Hannah piecing it together just mm -hmm. based off of how Jessa is looking at Adam. Mm -hmm. And it's like, she's just like, oh, uh, wait a minute. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is why Jessa was so mean to me. Yeah. This is why she's looking at him. This is why this is happening. Oh, oh yeah. my God. I'm so fucking good. such an idiot. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. So then she uh, runs to tell Marnie, and she's like, "They're fucking. I know they're fucking. Aren't you know they're fucking? Have they been fucking?" And then Marnie says, "My favorite line of this episode, which is, I don't know. I've been too busy yelping divorce lawyers to worry about the sex lives of our second tier friends." <laughs> Like, oh my god! <laughs> I, I I think I heard that line, but like didn't let it fully sink in. But man, yeah. Marnie cold blooded. Because is this does that line happen before the line where she says, "Do you think I deserve all the bad things that are happening to me?" I don't know the order of this those specific lines, but Marnie had some gold this time. Yeah. <laughs> Just I so harsh about the second tier friends, oh dude. Like, and Marnie, yes, everything that's bad that's happening to you, you do deserve. Like, yeah, I am. Yeah, you yeah, definitely do deserve yeah. it. You suck. Yeah, but maybe it'll turn around for you. Like, you're gonna you're gonna come out the other side of the storm. She's yeah. also got some really good news coming immediately. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. So Hannah and uh, Marnie go into a separate room and. Hannah's like, I just can't believe that they're fucking. I can't believe this. Uh, like, and I should have known, and I feel like they've been doing it behind my back. And then out of nowhere, Desi storms in. And Martin's like, Desi, what the fuck are you doing here? And I was like, everyone else is here. What the fuck are you doing there? You know, why wouldn't Desi be there? It's like you're Desi's friends with Adam. It's like you're watching Friends and Joey comes over and you're like, what? What do you mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're always there. Yeah. So Desi comes in and he's like, I've got some big fucking news. And she's like, well, what is it? What do you want? And he's like, I got a phone call from Alex Patsavas and they want the track. 
And Mario's like, Alex Petsavis? Alex Petsavis? And he's like, Alex Petsavis. Alex Petsavis? The Alex Petsavis? Alex Petsavis. And, and Hannah's just like, who the fuck is Alex Petsavis? Who, who gives a shit? And he's like, uh, it's just the woman that fucking put the soundtrack to Grey's Anatomy, The O.C., couple other shows i forget yeah, what they like were gossip girl and uh twilight yeah yeah um and they want to use one of our tracks for gray's anatomy and marnie's like oh my fucking god that's awesome he's like we gotta tell the record label we're gonna get back together let's get 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 it all back together and marnie's like you mean the band right and this is like yeah the band band yeah I don't know how big of a deal it is to be on the Grey's Anatomy huge, soundtrack huge these deal. days. Huge deal. Just like be, having your song on girls playing underneath the yeah. montage. It's huge. Like I know that yeah. it's a huge payout. I don't know how big it is for exposure, but I do remember because he brings up the OC. The OC soundtrack was massive. Um, what you said? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? Yeah. Ooh, that you owe me, man. Like that's the only that reason I know that song. I never even watched the OC. Dude, so many bands got big off the OC. That, like the Killers got huge off the OC. I mean, right uh, now it's like being in an Apple commercial is like a huge thing, you know? Dude, remember when the the Apple commercials were huge? When it was like the silhouettes of people dancing with mm-hmm. the iPod in the ears. Yeah. Those songs were massive too. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's pretty much still like there's certain things where you get a song in it if you. If you get a song, like they were saying at the end of Grey's Anatomy, and a main character dies, and it's that montage song, because yeah. I remember, I remember working with Sia on a on a shoot on a music video, like mm-hmm. in Central Park, and it was after she, she had her song on the end of uh, Six Feet Under, like the mm-hmm. finale of Six Feet Under, I think had like Sia's song playing, and it was like the biggest thing in the world <laughs> at that time. And I had never really heard of Sia. Like I was on a movie, a music video with her, and I was just like, "Oh, okay, this person's date." Oh, that's pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> and now she's like Sia. I mean, it's Sia. Yeah, she's massive. Yeah. I read an article from a band that is no longer together, and he said like the most amount of money that they ever made like wasn't from touring or merchandise or whatever. It's they got one of their songs in a commercial, and they were like, "That was so fucking huge for us." Yeah. So I know that it's big to be in it, but like from what I remember, I remember people going out in droves and like buying the OC soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people do that for Grey's Anatomy, but I'm sure that there are people out there. The Spotify playlists of the Grey's Anatomy shit. No, but they but they were saying he was saying they, they gotta go on tour now. Yeah. Because now in their bank and tour because you're like, oh, our song was featured on Grey's Anatomy. That gives you the calling yeah. card, you know? Yeah. Dude, also Grey's Anatomy has been on for fucking ever. For I feel like it gets ever. I feel like it gets canceled like every year I see the list of shows that are ending or canceled but it still lives on somehow. Yeah. Like has it actually ended? Uh no, it's still it's still on right now. Are you fucking kidding uh, me? And I'm going to take this moment to shout out a friend of mine. They have a the Postmortem Pod. They're they're going through their I think I don't know how many episodes they're in, but they're gonna watch every episode of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll share a link in the show notes. Uh, but the postmortem yeah. pod, and they have like three three the three of them hosting, and one of them is in med school, I believe, currently. So like mm. you you get like 
a realistic view of some of the medical school stuff. Uh, my friend, she hasn't watched the show, so she's new, and the other two have. So it's like a nice combination of people. So if okay. if you're ready to dive into a show like Grey's Anatomy, there's a podcast. I also I also want to give a shout out to a podcast that you did a little while ago too. I don't remember the name of the podcast, but Vance wrote a spec script for Grey's Anatomy. And you've never seen Grey's Anatomy before, I've right? I've never seen an episode, no. Vance wrote a spec script for Grey's Anatomy, and he had to pitch it on this show. Uh, what's the name of the podcast, uh, Vance? Terrific Specs Podcast. That episode of that podcast was so fucking funny. So if you enjoy listening to Vance on this podcast, go listen to that podcast, too, because that podcast was so fucking funny, man. I loved listening to that. That was a lot of fun to do. It's a weird podcast. It's... Or it's a little improv improvised, but the script is actually written and it's uh yeah. 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 It was a um, lot of fun to write that script. Yeah, based dude, off of just so... reading Wikipedia on the show and not was, having seen it. That was so funny because like the premise of that podcast is like uh Hollywood has gone to hell and Vance is basically pitching to Satan like <laughs> or something like that, dude. It was so good. Yeah. So I, I recommend that. Right. Something my boy Vance has done. That was so fucking good. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I will, I'll put that in the show notes as well. And you can just link and listen and enjoy. Just enjoy yeah. listening to all the podcast glory. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's so good. Um, but anyway, back to this podcast, Boys Watching Girls. Uh, so Marnie and Desi are celebrating and hannah's just pissed that no one's paying attention to her anymore and she starts having a hissy fit so like slams her feet up against the wall she's like Ugh! she's literally making like noises like that like a baby i love that shot her like because she's got like red shoes on and like she just rolls over her face is in the like she's horizontal on the bed her face is fa planted down in it and her feet are up against the wall and, <laughs> and desi and marnie are like leaning over like leaning into each other and singing their song to each other yeah, it's the closed captioning for when they're not actually singing the words is vocalizing guitar riffs. <laughs> Dude. So this is now the end of the play and Ray is outside with Hannah and he's lecturing her about how apathy is the biggest danger to American society. And it's so fucking funny. It's like, I'm going to go read up about this. Yeah. This is fucking, this is really important. This, this was artistic. This was great. Apathy is what's really fucking the American society over. Yeah. I loved it. So, so Ray, I could definitely see myself doing that. It's just like, what? you know what? I want to read about that thing. Like diving too deep into it. It's just, like the play's not over, you know. Yeah, and it worked. I mean, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, but uh, so then this is when Fran comes out and Ray's like, "Hey, you take care of her for the rest of the night. I'll see you, buddy." Yeah. And he gives him a pat on the back and walks away. He's like, "I gotta go investigate some stuff." Yeah. And and at this point, Ray has not reacted to Desi showing up. Nope. He hasn't reacted to Marnie turning him does, down. Well, does he? Well, like, does he even know that Desi had shown up? Yeah, I have no idea how like he wouldn't or like like logically but like logistically but still like he has he seems like if we never saw marnie talk to him in a hallway like his mm -hmm. demeanor did not change at all like yeah he would normally be like down and out finding that mm -hmm. out you know but or at least be like upbeat about like that she's at least done with desi 
Yeah, that's true. How, he doesn't yeah, even talk. Hopeful. He doesn't something. even talk to Hannah about it. Like, wouldn't he be like, "So is that really happening?" Like, he was thirsty hearing her name one time. Now he doesn't even talk about it. I think he's more concerned with the apathy of the American people, Vance. I, I mean, know, you, you can't blame. It's can't the, blame. It's him. the power of the arts. <laughs> So this is where Fran comes back into the fold and he kind of walks up to Hannah and he's like, hey, uh, so now that that's over with, can we enjoy the rest of our night? And this is when Hannah looks over to see Adam walking out of the play with Jessa. And Jessa's like, you did such a good job. And they're walking kind of together, but they're not like together together. But Hannah's looking at them because she's like, I fucking know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she gives Adam the, hey. And he turns around and says, hey, what's up? She's like, you did a really great job. And then Jessa sees her and she's like, hey. And then Jessa's like, hi. And then Adam and Jessa just turn around and walk away. And then Hannah's world is shattered. And Fran's trying to talk sense into her and being like, oh, so uh, like, are you still upset? Like, are are we still together? Like, what's going on? She's like, get the fuck off of me. (laughs) Yeah, this is where... They just write Fran's character to be super dumb, just for convenience' oh, yeah. sake. Like he knows that they that she knows Adam and that she's really mm-hmm. good friends with Jessa. Does she not? Does mm-hmm. he not think it's weird that they didn't even come over <laughs> to talk? Yep. Like that would be weird. Like the only yep. reason we're at this show is because Adam's in it. <laughs> <laughs> Adam just showed up outside, and we're not even gonna walk the three feet to get in touch. Yeah. Like there's social distancing. For no reason at this point. <laughs> the social distancing in 2016. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, he's like, oh, you're so mad about early. I'm like, did you not just witness what just happened? Like, yeah. Are you not a person? Um, well, also, how dumb are you, dude? She was like, this isn't working out. And he's like, comes out after a play, like, you're still mad. Yeah, <laughs> like, can like, we enjoy the rest of our night? Like, what? And, and I do love uh, the awkwardness of jessa and adam walking away and the way mm-hmm. that they walk away it's kind of it adam's walk reminded me of when he went to staten island and walked away from uh ray yeah uh, and it just like turns and just starts walking sauntering away and the way uh jessa looks like she wants to turn back and like that she might say something but then she i doesn't. thought i was like they kept getting closer and closer together too so i thought it was going to end with them holding hands and just really put the dagger into hannah mm-hmm but they never no. really touched. That walk away was enough. The fact that they were yeah. walking away together. They're not. And Fran, it, Fran's just in Hannah's face. Like, I'm trying to talk to you. It's like, you're not even here right now. Did, it's like, can anybody earth to Hannah? Yeah, I was like, dude, <laughs> do you not just see what just happened? Like, he seems like he's completely aware that Adam and Jess are hooking up. Like, yeah. Wouldn't that be a shock to him, too? It seems like he's known it for years. Like, he's like, don't, don't you know that? Like, yeah. is this a shock anymore? Yeah. Oh, oh, you're not going to say, uh, good job, Adam, after being yeah, yeah. at his play? Like, you're not even going to say that? Um, so then he, like, touches Hannah's shoulder to be like, hey, snap out of it. And she slaps his hand away. And he's like, what the hell? And she's like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Let's just get, let's just spend the rest. I'm sorry. I, I don't take it. I take it all back. Let's just have a nice night together. And he's like, are you sure you don't want to be alone? She's like, no, I don't want to be alone. Let's go. And I was like, wow, this is sad as fuck. Well, um, I did think that Hannah's acting 
in that moment when they're walking away and she's starting to tear up and trying to hold back from having a full breakdown. I thought that was really yeah. well done. Cause I felt no dude. Cause I, she killed it this episode. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if she but doesn't... also, like, a, a terrible person. <laughs> right? Like, if you take that opening scene out, or, like, something different happens in it. Like, if she says she got fired for just mm-hmm. the the basic stuff that they were talking about, like, her making fun of teachers and stuff, and she got yeah. put on probation or fired or something. If that uh-huh. happens, and then she meets up with Fran, and Fran's like, well, you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. Then mm-hmm. we're on her side. A little bit like she shouldn't be doing what she's doing, but it is suck that it does suck that she got like fired or put on probation or whatever. Yeah. And then to top it all off, you have the Adam and uh, the Jessa thing. Then you're like, oh, I do really feel bad for this person. Yeah. Um, And I do feel bad for her in this moment. But like she was just so like she was rude to the actors, bad to her boss, who's nicer. Like she was just all negative the whole time. And then. It just another negative happened. So it made it tough. Also, why is she still with like, I feel like five episodes. She was like, I'm going to break up with Fran. Yeah, (laughs) I didn't get like she was going to break up with Fran. And then she had the uh, the experience when she had that, like she had sex with the yoga instructor. Yeah, in the sauna. Yeah, she had sex with the yoga instructor. And then she said, oh, no, my parents really did mess me up. Yeah. And then the next thing we saw was her at uh in bed with uh fran when marnie comes yeah, after in. yeah after the panic in central yeah. park so we never seen a reconciliation of anything yeah. from them it's just like oh now they're every time we see them they're either fighting or talking about fighting or something i don't know it maybe is, it's just one of those relationships where everybody keeps trying to break up and then nobody actually t- does it you know <laughs> I've been in relationships. Well, I like feel that. like that was. I feel like that's the Desi Marnie situation. I thought that was going to be Desi Marnie for a little longer, um, mm. and I thought that was going to be Adam and Hannah for as long as it seemingly was. But it seems yeah, like they but... they they pulled the ripcord too early on the Fran relationship being downhill before like you still got a couple more episodes left, you know, like <laughs> like you, you got to start the downfall at five. You know, he started like episode two. He was already. Two or three yeah. is already like in the doghouse. Yeah, and we also like skipped ahead those six months, so we don't even know like what kind of person he was then. Yeah, but those six months seemed like everything was great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from what we could tell. Yeah, that's what happens when you and live with Elijah. <laughs> when Elijah's your roommate, like, he holes. He just <laughs> he just throws a wedge in your relationship. <laughs> Yeah, you just fucking lose track of time and relationships, and you're just like, wait, what? You wake up one day and you're like, I'm da- I'm, I'm still dating Fran. It's been five years. <laughs> and Fran's like, well, I'm dating uh, Hannah. Uh, our roommate is Elijah, who's hooking up with this uh, semi-celebrity news anchor. And sometimes Marnie will just hop into bed with us in the middle of the night. Yeah, she's still got a key, I guess, and <laughs> yeah. it's totally cool. It doesn't frighten me at all. <laughs> Oh, man. So that's where Hello Kitty ends. Uh, that's where the episode ends. Um, final thoughts on this bad boy, Vance? Um, yeah, I'm really interested to see what happened with the Jessa, Adam, Hannah love triangle type situation. Not a full yeah, love triangle I'm, anymore, but I'm just interested to see what happens there. 
I'm interested to see what happens with Marnie. Maybe she learns from something. Maybe Ray's back in the fold. Who knows? Uh, and we all know that we we are big fans of Ray on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to be big fans of uh, who was it? That sucks. Now we used to be big fans of Fran, but now oh. he kind of sucks. I mean, I feel like they're just writing him in the corner. Yeah. Um, but maybe we'll get some answers in the next episode, the 50th episode of Girls, which is titled Homeward Bound. Oh, Shoshana's Who's going coming home? home. Shoshana's coming home. Oh, Shoshana's coming, coming home. home. I'm, I'm going to stick uh, to that prediction until we find out it's them literally watching Homeward Bound. Yeah. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> yeah, or they just they play Homeward Bound by Simon and Garfunkel like once in the episode for no reason. Oh, I was talking about the Michael J. Fox uh movie where No, I know what you're dogs. talking about with oh, their dogs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, dude. This show is wild. But I we're gonna hope that it's Shoshana coming home because we hope. need some we need an injection of Shoshana. And uh all the gamblers got four to one odds on it being Shoshana coming home. <laughs> and who knows, does Dill show up again and cement the over for the 3.5? It would be amazing if somehow he doesn't show up again. Yeah, and then we win, we take home the pot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we beat the house, Vince. We are the house and we are the battle. I don't know. I, I have it in a parlay with Adam hooking up with Marnie, so I don't know. If I can... Oh, man, it's going to be rough. <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna be able to cash in. Hey, she didn't. I, I, hey, she didn't. Uh, she didn't go with uh, Ray in this episode. So, well, I've got a parlay of uh, <laughs> Marnie getting HIV and Elijah getting murdered. So, <laughs> this is gonna go. <laughs> oh man. So anyway, yeah, it's, <laughs> come back next time for uh, our episode on episode 50 of Girls, titled "Homeward Bound." See you guys. You describe Mr. Kildall as having, quote, phantom centaur butt, which I'm guessing is your idea of a humorous remark. I mean, it's jokey, but what it really is is when a guy has an ass that like really sticks out to the point where it seems like a whole horse has been cut off him.